Welcome to the Mental Health and You podcast. This podcast brings you information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk NHS Foundation Trust, with a range of teams, services and those who use them sharing their experiences and wisdom with us every fortnight. Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast. Um, I just wanted to give you uh, a little bit of a a heads up that this episode is going to contain discussion around suicide and self-harm, particularly in relation to our younger service users. My name is Catherine Phillips and I'm a project lead uh, on a project called Stepping Back Safely that sits under uh, our trusts, NSFT's trust uh, suicide prevention work. I'm joined today by by Jamie. Um, Jamie, would you like to say hello? Hello. Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Jamie Thomas. I'm the principal psychologist within the CASE team. So that's the crisis assessment and intensive support team Um, here to be able to talk uh, with you along with Catherine today. Um, about an exciting new pilot project that we've got in the, the Great Yarmouth and Waveney area. Thank you, Jamie. It's really good to have you with us today. Um, just want to give uh, you guys a little bit of background on the Stepping Back Safely project. Um, it, uh, it's a project that started five years ago um, in Great Yarmouth and Waveney, um, and it's all around um, supporting Uh, families, parents and carers uh, to be involved uh, in safety planning interventions, but also to be able to provide psychoeducation workshops for carers. So we have already got psychoeducation workshops up and running and they are for carers supporting adults that's 18 people of 18 plus years at risk of suicide and self-harm. So now we are, as Jamie just said, we are starting to work on a pilot, um, a similar pilot for those parents and carers supporting their young people at risk of suicide and self-harm. So Jamie, would you like to tell us a little bit more about um, the case team, the crisis assessment and intensive support team and the work that we're hoping to achieve? Yes, so I, I suppose in lots of ways, it's been really exciting to work with Catherine and, and, and your team around this because it really fits with the work that CASE does. Our, our team work with young people who are under 18 that might be um, in mental health crisis. Now, that could look like lots of different things, but unfortunately, often that looks like um, repeated self-harm or attempts to end um, uh, their lives. So a, a lot of what we, we work with is both directly with the young person, but also with the families and the systems around that young person. Firstly, to try and understand what might have led that young person to be in the mental health crisis and really try and get a better understanding of that. Hopefully being able to assess and, and get a bit of a formulation around that. Then to be working with that young person around helping um, with stabilization. Again, that could be with a young person and with their family. Um, and then ultimately thinking about onwards pathways of support for them. Because often within us, uh, within case as a crisis service, we might be able to do the initial first steps of this, but we wouldn't be able to follow that young person all the way along their journey towards recovery. 
So it might be then signposting them on to other longer term support services to help with, uh, with that recovery journey. When Catherine and her team sort of approached us within case to think about potentially having this um, pilot project around stepping back safely, I think it, it aligned so well with some of the work that we're already doing. Um, so I think everyone within the team has been really excited by this. And within case, we have a wide variety of, um, of, of people who work in the team. So assistant practitioners, we have assessors, we have mental health nurses, we have assistant psychologists, myself as a psychologist. We've got speech and language therapists, occupational therapists. Um, we've got a whole range of, of people that work within our team and lots of different resources to be able to utilize. So I think to be able to come together with a project like this is something that's genuinely really exciting and new, innovative. Something like this hasn't happened before. So it's, uh, it's always something that's, yeah, that's generated a lot of buzz within the team. So, Jamie, I kind of feel that when um, that we know that when young people are um, engaging in self-harm and experiencing really difficult um, and distressing thoughts, these are times when it's really overwhelming for the young person, but not just the young person, the, the parent and the carer. And that's why, you know, we're so passionate to, you know, do this pilot alongside um, colleagues in case team. We need to, to do this and to do this really well. We absolutely need to be working alongside young people, parents and carers who are experiencing these difficulties um, because as a parent who was in a similar situation quite a number of years ago if I had known now what I knew then I think my relationship and my support for my daughter um, would have been entirely different so it's really important for us to acknowledge um, that parents and carers are there on that journey all the time. So, have you, you know, can you explain what's happening for for our parents and carers and young people? Yeah, and I, I suppose just echoing what you're talking about, Catherine, that that we know within mental health services, as much as we try and support our young people and their parents and carers, we aren't the experts in the young person. And, and their family, it's it's the young person and the parents and carers that are the experts in what is going on in their family. They are the people that are there 24-7. They know their young person probably better than anybody else. Um, yeah. And they have that understanding of perhaps some of the changes, the differences that they've noticed in their young person. They know what it's like when things are at their worst, at their lowest ebb. They know what that looks like. They're also often the people that are the best place to understand things like the warning signs that things might be about yeah. to go wrong. They have that understanding, that knowledge, that narrative understanding of what has gone on up until the point that um, they might be presenting um, to, to a mental health service. So I think I completely echo what you're talking about, Catherine, that yes, there are skills and expertise within CASE and with all mental health teams, but the actual experts in the individual and their family is the individual and their family themselves. I think there's been a wide range of research that has shown the most effective interventions, the most effective support are the ones that are um, collaborative that yeah. are shared, that there is an input, involvement, ownership 
between not just the mental health professional, but the young person and their family. Because ultimately, it's only working together with all of the different systems that might be around that young person, keeping the young person in the center of all of that. But it's only working with all of those different systems that we can really think through and best understand and then support that young person moving forward. Because often there are really complicated reasons for why that young person and the family might be in a state of mental health crisis, might be self-harming, might be trying to end their lives. And therefore, it's not just going to be one simple approach that can help with that. We really yes. need to be thinking about all of the different factors that might be at play, and in particular, supporting the young person and their family in feeling more empowered, um, more empowered to understand what might be going on, more empowered to think through some of the things that might be helpful. So ultimately, I think it's only when we collaborate that we can get the very best outcomes. And that's really what everyone wants, isn't it, is to try and get the very best outcomes that we can. And yes, uh, Jamie, you've explained that really, really well. And, and I love the way that you're using the word in empowerment and, and understanding, because I do uh, work alongside parents and carers of younger age people. And very often the parents uh, and carers are looking for um, asking us, they're asking us, am I doing the right thing? Is it what I need? I feel guilty. Do I, you know, what 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 can I do better? Is what I'm doing enough? And I think that's the really crucial bit that we need to be able to help parents and carers to understand and understand with them the difficulties that they're experiencing because very often they can become quite isolated they can um, feel excluded they don't feel that they can share what's going on with other people whether that be at work or fam other family members or their relationship with friends and it can lead to quite difficult and challenging feelings for for parents and carers as well because they want to hold their their young people, their loved ones really, really close and, and protect them. So I think it's really important that we start to help them to develop a greater understanding of what can be happening at those times. Um, so as then they can feel that they I've got this I, I know what I can do I know what I can do to help and actually I know what might not help so I can maybe step back from doing something that might be unhelpful so I think what's really important for today in, in, in our conversation on our podcast today is to promote the fact that we want to talk to as many parents and carers of young people as we can um, because we can't do this pilot without you. We need your support. We need to understand what it's like to be in your shoes. We don't want to make assumptions. We don't want to um, do to people. We want to do with you. And as you said, um, Jamie, it's that collaborative working that will get us where we need to be in the end. So we've had quite a few conversations with young people so far, and they've told us um, what they feel should be in, included in the psychoeducational workshops and the work that we're doing uh, alongside the crisis assessment and intensive support team to build to build these psychoeducational workshops. But we're struggling 
to get um, your views as parents and carers. So we're struggling to reach you. And we know that that can be difficult because very often we hear from you when things are really not going well. And then things um, start to, you know, come down and, and things kind of start to are working a little bit better but for us to do this project we really need to hear from you we want your voice included we want to know what is important to you what is it that we need to include what is it that you need to know and how you want that delivered to you so Jamie I know that we've done some um, questionnaires um, and we've been using those encased um, have they have they been working okay? Have we we've got some replies back? I think yeah. So it's been brilliant to be able to get feedback, as you say, Catherine, from parents and carers of young people who have been experiencing a mental health crisis, who have been self harming or have attempted to end their lives, to get a sense from them of what information would be really helpful for them to know, yeah. so that they were able to to outline to us. It would be really helpful if we could have more information about this particular thing or to be able to understand a little bit more what is going on for my son daughter um, for, for them to be able to give us that feedback has been great but what as, as you're pointing out we would like is even more so if you are a parent and carer of a young person who is either currently going through a mental health crisis so self-harming or trying to end their lives or indeed have done in the past and that, that young person has then come through that mental health crisis we would really really love to hear from you because as we were mentioning before you are the experts in this it would be really helpful for us to understand what was it like right at the very beginning what didn't you know what would you loved to have known right at the start what now would you have thought if I could go back in time and tell myself, I would have told myself this? What are the things um, to avoid? I think that's as important, Catherine, as you were mentioning, as the things Absolutely. to know. What are those things to not do? We've had some input from our young people that suggested uh, some of the things that they wouldn't want people to be doing, but also from parents and carers. Uh, uh, how has your interactions with services been? Are there things actually that services can yes. do differently? And that would be really interesting to hear because actually what we'd like to then do in this project is think about how we can do things differently um, because ultimately that's what we want. We want to try and make sure that this is as useful, as user-friendly, as collaborative as it can possibly be. Okay, so I'm going to just pick up on that, um, Jamie, and let people know that we have an open day on Tuesday, the 26th of September, and we are holding that at the Harbours on the Northgate site in Great Yarmouth. So that's the acute mental health, uh, near the acute mental health ward. Um, and you can get in touch with us and um, by emailing us at steppingbacksafely at nsft.nhs.uk and you can just come along on that day it's a whole day we're going to be there from 10 o'clock in the morning till 4 30 in the afternoon and it's an open door where you can come sit down have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and um, and you can give us your views you can tell us what you want us to know what you want us to hear as jamie's just explained really really well now in addition to that um 
we you can contact us on the same email address, which is steppingbacksafely at nsft.nhs.uk. And you can email us anytime on that email address. And that inbox is checked each day. Um, and you will get a response within, I would say, at the most. Uh, we'll get back to you within 48 hours um, unless it's over a weekend but please do contact us let us know what we can do and if you would like to fill out one of the questionnaires that we mentioned they can be sent to you by post. They are anonymous, so none of your personal information is required in regards to that either. Um, so that's really important. That is how you can get in touch with us. That is how you can help us inform this piece of work, because ultimately this piece of work is for you and we just need to hear from you. Jamie, do you want to tell us a little bit about our plans to do an evaluation on this pilot project and what that might mean? Yes, so I think the, the feedback that people give us is going to be hugely important, both in shaping what the, uh, the, the actual workshops will look like for parents and carers. So that, that bit, Catherine, that you were talking about just now around people giving that feedback, that will directly influence what those workshops will look like. Once we've been able to run those workshops, we will also need feedback from parents and carers about what that experience of those workshops has been yes. like. So we will also need feedback even after that about what that experience has been like. And that's what we would look to do around an evaluation. So we'd look to be able to evaluate, um, have we delivered what we wanted to be able to deliver? H how uh, was that received by our parents and carers? Did it make a difference? If it did make a difference, in what way did it make a difference? And we'll be wanting to try and understand that as fully as possible. And I think why that's so important, because this is a pilot project, it's relatively small scale at the moment, but it has massive potential. If we think about doing something, hopefully as successfully as it can possibly be done, yeah. we could then look to roll this out much, much more broadly than that. I want to be very clear, though, we are still at an initial stage. We aren't yeah, there we, yet. We and do we need be, to be clear about yeah, that, don't yeah. we, Jamie? And we yeah. will be carefully taking our time and, and working through this in quite a um, systematic, logical, methodical way. But we are trying at each stage to make sure that we are getting this as right as we can. And we can only do that by evaluating what it is that we've delivered and getting the feedback from the people that we are delivering this with. So I think there's really two bits to what we're looking back in terms of the feedback. Right now, we're looking for feedback to help us to shape what is delivered within these workshops. And then after we've um, actually delivered the workshops, we'll be getting more feedback about how they were received by the people who received them. So at each stage in this, we need to be getting the feedback from parents and carers. Um, and we'll be looking to co-produce uh, work yes. with them. And I think that's also important to be highlighting that even in the delivery of these workshops, we're looking to, to deliver something that's co-produced. What that means is it's not just going to be experts in inverted commas putting things together, what they think are important. We are actually trying to put together with our parents and carer colleagues, experts by experience, what they think will be really important to put in this and, and delivering it um, together because I think that's the, that's the point really it's only when we can collaborate at every level of this yeah. that I think we're going to get the best outcomes. 
So we've done an awful lot so far and we've had uh, wonderful um, colleagues um, in the, the case team and uh, our people participation uh, colleagues as well. Everybody is so excited and so motivated to to get to where we want to be. Um, but we've kind of reached a place now where we've kind of done all the groundwork, we've kind of laid the foundation, but to actually build the house, we need to hear from you. And, and that's going to be the bit that is absolutely key. As you said, Jamie, each step on the journey is really important, but the next step, the step where we hear from you is the most important, I would say. Yeah, so yeah I, it I'd is, agree. And it is exciting, it is exciting, um, but we want to just ensure that we absolutely hear from you. You are the experts in your experiences. You are the ones that are there 24-7 sitting alongside the person that you're supporting. So please do reach out to us. It's so important. Is there anything we want to kind of finish off today? Because, you know, this has been a real push, isn't it? This We continue to push this across the trust, Jamie, don't we? We know that we have some press releases going out. We know that um, we're going to be putting some information on our trust internet page as well. Um, is there anything that we haven't said before we finish today that we we, we need to say? I don't think so. It's 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 really just reinforcing. We've got the open day that's coming up on the 26th yep. of September. But even if you're not able to be there in person on the 26th, don't worry. There are other ways that you can yes. get your feedback to us. Um, and it's it's really just thanking people in advance for doing yes. this because that that will be so crucial not only to uh, the the individual parents and carers but I think uh, more broadly if we're thinking that what the potential that this project has there will be lots of people that would be impacted by the feedback that you'll be able to give us um, and you will undoubtedly make whatever we deliver better just by giving us that feedback so thank you in advance for those people that are going to be able to do that because it it will have a massive massive impact for people thank thank you jamie and i suppose my my parting um comment today is that what i would say is that from my work with parents and carers is that having something that they can attend together um where they have similar experiences, where they're not feeling isolated or alone. I think that's, that can really, really help people who are supporting um, our service users and particularly our young people. So if we build it, they will come. So I'm hoping that you will come and you in whatever way, shape or form, whether you come on the 26th or you um, send us an email at steppingbacksafely.nhs, uh, sorry, steppingbacksafely.nsft.nhs.uk. Um, if you can, if you can let us contact us, whichever way you want to do, we will we will respond and we will follow up um, all of the communications that we have with you. So thank you so much for listening today. 
Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me and to do this. Very welcome. And, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And and maybe, you know, when we're further down the line, we can do another podcast to, to tell people what's happening and our progress. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to make sure you don't miss a future episode. Let us know what you thought of this episode by reaching out on social media. If you haven't already, listen back to previous episodes to hear some of the best mental health advice for you.